Welcome to Tabletop. My name is Nick, and I think that fudging dice rolls is totally okay. Hey, it's me, Franco, and rolling for initiative sucks. I'm Daniel, and I think you should modify your first level characters as much as you want. And I'm Shade, and if your TTRPG hasn't evolved into a LARP, you've done it wrong. And we all host Tabletop, a TTRPG podcast about all things games and storytelling. And sometimes we have game designers, professional researchers, and even the occasional owlbear. If this interests you, listen to Tabletop every Monday, wherever you get your podcasts. Tabletop is a proud member of the Helios Network. In this episode of Negative Modifier, we'll be playing the game Delta Green. Delta Green, by design, tackles various mature themes that may be uncomfortable or triggering for listeners. Listener discretion is advised. Hey, it's Charlie, Negative Modifier's Game Master. First off, thank you for giving us a listen. As always, expect something horrible to happen to the players. If you're a fan, support us by leaving a review on iTunes. If you hate the show, Consider doing it anyway and enjoying the fact that you've inflicted us on someone else. For the most up-to-date news on the podcast, follow us on Twitter and Instagram. And with that... Alright, so you have this collapsed pile of building that's slowly collapsing in further on itself. You have the far-off sound of sirens because a building just collapsed. He's going to hightail it out of there at this point? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, yeah. not only was there a building that just collapsed, but John just decided to throw in an extra grenade because... As an exclamation mark, yes. But uh, yeah, we should definitely get out of there. At least that's what I'm voting for. Yeah, let's, let's hightail it out. Sure. Where are you off? Are you going back to the hotel at this point? You got to drive around some... Did we set up our friendly to be our hightail? No, we came solo. Yeah, because his... our our car swap, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. So I would imagine that he has our change of clothes because I'm running around in Daisy Dukes. Um, <laughs> I can imagine you had that in the car, too. I'd also remind you that the motel you have is very much a no questions asked kind of place. I mean, honestly, if anyone saw us, they would probably think that we just came from some like paintball BB gun rave thing. Yeah, no, to your point, it's over-the-top as the rave outfits are, they do both create a, what's the right phrase, smoke screen and answer any questions people might have. Like, there's no question about, oh, they're dressed as so they went to a rave. They definitely went to a rave in those outfits. Like, that's the only logical explanation for why you're dressed that way. Hmm. Could you imagine, like, a cop pulling us over? <laughs> yeah, no, but I can match with that conversation. There's a very small set of answers that make sense based on your attire. And none of them are what you just did. Yep. Yeah, none of them even get close to, we just blew up a building, kind of, sort of. You don't dress like this to blow up a building. That's too obvious. Oh, no. It's it's one of those ones where, like, as over-the-top and ridiculous as the rave outfits are, they're accidentally an amazing cover of, like, there's no way you would ever assume three people dressed in that outfit just got up to some nefarious, covert action anything. All right, let's get back to the let's skip to the car swap and then uh, let's get out of town. Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah, let's go. Are you guys good to drive or? No, I could drive. I'm still just dealing with the fact that I we nearly got eaten by a building. We fucking did it, and I'm damn sure that whoever the fuck this is didn't expect us to survive that. No, not with that sort of countermeasure implemented. But this is like something an entire platoon would take care of you know especially that hit of you know what i don't even want this i just 
I want pants. I want a. I want several beers. And I want to get in bed. You said out of town. Where does out of town mean? I guess are you guys going back to the motel and then leaving town? Yes, because we still have our couch money as well as we need to collect all the evidence that we were were there. Dispose of it. So. All right. All right. So back to the motel at this point. Yes. Yes. All right. Yeah, you make the car swap, you get back to the motel, you open the door and it's dark, except for what appears to be the glow of a cigarette of someone sitting at a small kind of desk that most motels have. I quickly reach for my holster and aim my... Oh, no, I, I grab a submachine gun, because technically I still have that on me, so I yep. grab that shit and aim directly towards the cigarette light. You see kind of the extra light flare up of an inhale from the cigarette and you hear the sound of a card being flipped in the dark. And kind of exhale, see kind of the puff of smoke and the glow off the cigarette. Close the fucking door behind you. We gotta talk. Good work, by the way. Ranch? Yeah, I heard about the whole building thing you just pulled off. Nicely done. I lower my weapon cautiously, because it seems like the other two people here know who this is, and so I'm, uh, lower the weapon, yeah. Was quick, you, were you local? Kind of shrugs at this. I know where I need to be. So, have you turned the lights on yet for this? I haven't. I'm still in the dark, I would imagine. Yep. When Florence walks in, she'll close the door and flip the light on. All right, so when you flip the lights on, you realize that Tranche has rigged the door up with not one, not two, but eight packs of C4, and the whole and she's holding the cigarette, but it's also holding a dead man switch. She kind of gets up, unplugs some stuff, goes back to where she was smoking, sits down again. Howdy! Hey, boss. Oh, that's so formal. I'm not officially your handler, just the person keeping you alive at this point. Give me a search check. 10 out of 56 success. 3% success. 81 out of 58 failure. Perhaps Fox trots in a bit of uh, shock on this one, but Florence and Firestarter realize that this room is cleaner than when you arrived. It's maybe cleaner than it's ever been in its entire existence since opening. Maybe even before then, like someone has come through and cleaned this room beyond sterily, like it is perfectly clean. And as you're noticing this, someone kind of walks out of the bathroom, they're dressed in scrubs and looking very unhappy about life and kind of looks at all three of you. All right, which one are you first? Tranche, this makes us even, right? And she kind of smiles and goes, brought some uh, medical supplies in case... uh, Anyone needs uh, some patch up. You're not done with this by any long shot. And well, I can't have you out in the field misperforming on this one. So who wants to go first? Firestarter just kind of raises his hand. I have the least amount of clothes on. You can see how fucked up I am looking right now. Yeah, I wasn't going to say anything about the attire, but uh, that's a choice. Um, What do they call that? Uh, Tactical easy, tactical skank. I'm out of the lingo on this one. Uh, Interesting choice for this, but you got it done, so I'm not sure I want to comment. We got some time. Get patched up. I got the room all prepared for you. No need to worry about being clean. I've went through this with a fine tooth comb, if you will. They're not finding anything. Hell, they might not find any proof of the other bad things that happened in this room after you're gone. Well, you can't fight crime if you don't look cute. Or too, Doc. As fire searchers kind of walk, starts walking towards wherever. Yeah, so one of the beds has been covered over in, like, some visqueen plastic that's easy to get rid of for whatever purposes yeah someone has turned one of the beds in this room into a makeshift kind of hospital bed complete with necessary gear laid out for it i assume you all kind of take your turns getting patched up on this one yeah yeah kind of slaps your arm puts some splints on etc etc and injects you with a couple shots that he won't tell you what they are 
grumbling the entire time about how he can't believe Tranch has this bullshit on him. He's still doing this shit the entire time. Tranch is just smoking and occasionally like laughing at what he says. Very nonchalant about all of this. Eventually he's done. He kind of goes like gives you all some painkillers. Take these. Uh, you never saw me. We're good, Tranch. And she kind of smiles and goes, not on your fucking life. And he leaves and you hear a car pull off in the distance. She sits down. So, what you got to report? The incursion here is gone, taken care of. I guess that much. It's not like you three to drop a building on something that doesn't need to have a building dropped on it, unless we're getting real creative with how we use things these days. Uh, well, definitely needed a, a building dropped on it. There was a thousand eyes decentralized raid. You remember that? We found. Yeah, yeah, from the flyers or something like that. That led to something ultimately? Yeah, we found the DJ. Interesting, and I'm guessing he was kind of, does like a, one of those like used car salesman, weebly wobbly, inflatable thing dance. You know, a tentacle person? Yeah. It wasn't just really a tentacle person. It was like tentacle mass. We've got a tentacle person, a bunch of cables, and the entire first floor just swimming with tentacle things. Hordes. Like cables. Yeah. Pretty much like some sort of like hidden alternate pocket dimension bullshit going on because it was literally just an endless pit of cables but once you drop the key, the building on it and if you will uh it's just the uh, leftover cables from what it looked like with some shrapnel maybe hmm. good to know good to know hey real quick do you by any chance know or there's a whole bunch of holes in the ceiling everything was just kind of pointed at the moon do you have any intel as to whether or not there's like some sort of weird cable Thousand Eyes moon connection situation. Not sure. I mean, maybe, but also, I don't think this is a Migo thing. Don't worry what I just said about that, by the way. Don't. Yeah, not, not worth thinking about. Why would you say something like that in front of us? I didn't want to know that. Yeah, don't worry about it. This isn't Grey's either, but yeah. Why do you... Doubtful it's anything to do with the moon. Okay. Other than that, um, I think that our, our actions here surprised whatever this is i don't really know how to explain it but when we left the eyes that we felt watching us kind of seemed nervous so question about the eyes so this is what your third or fourth interaction with something cable for lack of a better phrase you got the house you've got uh, your ex-roommate that i killed for you and you've got uh, that friendly i sent you to he said that was maybe a cable thing you did something to a hotel room he was in and you've got this building you draw. Of the three, like, how do they rank, I guess? Like, if you were to pick a, you were to kind of put those four events in order of, I don't know, power, strength, I'm not sure what the right phrase for like a hierarchy of them. How do they rank? Was the most recent one the most powerful, the least powerful? Was the thing in the hotel room just kind of like a bomb going off? Like, how would you explain the differences between all these things? Night seemed like the most dangerous. We didn't really get to see the the efficacy of the the one in my home, but I think that the bomb would be second, and then potentially the one in my home, and then the old people back at EJ Essence Muncher's home. Parents weren't very difficult, other than well, I did something stupid, so I deserved that. Chad chuckles at this. Still a little green in the field, huh? So actually, there was five. That means there was that whole. Francis's house situation too. So you actually have five yeah, encounters. Today. That would actually probably be second. Oh yeah, because that we we actually 
talked ish to like a TV head guy. Well, not TV head guy. It was like, I don't know. It was like this person who knew some dirt on actual Delta Green. Like they knew it knew what we were doing and how we did shit. Knew who we were, knew all about Delta Green. Actually, that's probably the most dangerous thinking about it now because we never killed that. And it infected us with the, well, well, it infected me. Yeah, with the thing. And nods at this. I'm going to talk real abstractly for a second here and try and follow me through this. Would you describe Francis's house as kind of like, I don't know, like a network node of some kind versus tonight's event as kind of more of like, I don't know, like a switch block of some kind, like a hub or maybe a server rack of some kind? Yes. Interesting. Whoever we're dealing with has past experience with Delta Green, maybe in the capacity of a friendly, maybe as an agent, but in some way. I mean, I was going to say, whoever this person is, Delta Green did them dirty. Delta Green does a lot of people dirty, but personally speaking, I'm trying to figure out like whether or not, I don't know, do you guys fuck up somebody specifically? Anybody in particular that you just real, real mess them up? Kind of shrugs at this. I can't say 100% certain to say this, but I'm pretty sure it's not kind of air quotations. One of us that's gone rogue on this one. This one feels you're not the first cell to kind of run into some of this weird. You're definitely the cell that's gotten, pardon the pun, but the eye focused on them, if you will. But it's weird. Like, does it all feel like maybe they just don't get it? Like, it's almost like they theoretically get what they're doing or they theoretically get what they're dealing with, but like, they don't have like gestures around, you know the hands-on, the actual experience, the first-hand, the seeing it for real, for lack of a better phrase, part of this whole job. Yeah, it seems like they're only seeing the positives out of it, almost like they've seen it all through rose-colored glasses. And nods at this. Yeah, it's kind of the idea I've been working off as well. Like, we deal with people all the time that think they're doing what they're doing for the right reasons, that they control it, but yeah kind of that on a grander scale in some way through all of this. I don't know, though. This thing seems to have it in for you, though, in a major way. But, all right, so, what's next? Um, well, there were, there was mention of um, this something in D.C., uh, if I recall correctly, right, guys? Yeah. What was the name of that company again? You mentioned something, or we found something regarding. You were thinking of the Duels Technology Corridor. It's not a place. Or it's a kind of region in the D.C. Virginia area. It's the Silicon Valley of the East Coast. It kind of failed, though. There are still plenty of companies that came up as part of this as part of the tech bubble. But where San Francisco persists to this day, this one took a bit of a turn towards explicitly kind of corporate and enterprise type of stuff. It doesn't have the same upbeat, positive reputation that the actual Silicon Valley has. Tools, tech. Technology corridor, that one. Yeah, that's Wait. it. Okay. Yeah, no, I was too busy trying to just not die. I can't remember really very much out of it, or can't really think of think of stuff right now. Oh god, these pills are kicking in. I think. Got a smiles at this. So let's work this case. She kind of goes over to a wall and just kind of pulls a sheet off of it that you had noticed. It's got kind of a dartboard behind it with a bunch of clues on it. Let's work the case for a couple seconds. What do we know? about what whatever this thing is what can it do how does it hide what like what is its abilities like what 
what, what have we encountered multiple times? You are the cell that has the most experience that's not, you know, dead from this. What are its moves? What are its go-to strategies? It hates fire. Uh, right, it hates fire. But puts a question mark, does all of it hate fire, or just certain parts of it hate fire? So far, uh, from what I recall, uh, any time it's set on fire, it the, ca- the cables don't like fire. Is it because cables melt because they're plastic and rubber, or because it has a special reaction to fire? I think that it's because cables don't like fire. All right, so yeah. she kind of like, right, doesn't like fire. Physical manifestations bound to real principles of what they're impersonating, question mark? When you are attacked by cables, they will try to actually integrate you, or they'll start digging into flesh. This has happened to both me and Florence, where it starts reaching and slithering up into our bodies. Pretty yeah. sure it tickled my brainstem last time uh, it tried to do that to me. It is the absolute worst heebie-jeebies I've ever experienced in my life. I have nods at this. This lines up, but we've encountered other situations, too. It seems to integrate or or kind of try and work with organic matter i think especially because when we saw benjamin reese because i refuse to say dj essence muncher when we saw benjamin reese's parents they were they just look like dog shit that has just been left out in the sun creaking along they seem to be in like um disrepair i guess like someone had lost interest in them it seems that the cables, at least the working theory, would be they integrate and then take on the form of whoever they've integrated with. I have nods at this. Compare Benjamin Reese to his parents. What was the differences there? You kind of described his whole situation as more just one big system. Like, was he more part of the location or was he still an independent thing? He felt like some sort of brain part of it, if you will. The, the zombie parents, I'm going to call them, that we encountered just kind of reacted and were just kind of attacking. They didn't seem to have any signs of like intelligence or anything other than just like wanting to attack whatever it was near. But Reese, Benjamin Reese, like he spoke, he was consciously aware. He interacted with us like these other ones. Yeah. Cause he was plugged into the matrix. I mean, if you think about it, about the scenes over in Francis's, Benjamin Reese's parents and then the warehouse. Francis had active live wires and that shit was just popping out of the walls and trying to attack us. Benjamin Reese's parents, the cables in the walls were basically defunct. Like they had no power supply or whatever the hell have you. And like those, the, the husks of the people were just not looking great. Benjamin Reese, on the other hand, had like this entire, what they were like servos and doodads and thingamajigs and shit like that. And he was just pouring himself from the ceiling. The cables were just dripping and like turning into a mass. Oh, they have a core. Whenever there's like a, whenever there's a cable person has a core. Kind of nods at this. We knew this already, actually. Uh, Once the Florence, your roommate or ex-roommate again, she had a core. It seems to be the more alive ones have a core of some kind. Maybe it's like a seed or something like that. Kind of snapped her fingers. The cell phone of the hotel room, that kind of acted the same way. It was a seed, an incursion event. It created the web for Lackmitters. It created kind of the initial point at that point. Based on what you've seen so far, have you encountered, like, I don't know, a a less violent something you could use as a seed, like maybe a program or some flash drives or something that could be used to spread this or create a situation where this happens to... Yes. I don't... Maybe. 
on everything that it's interacted with, there's a file hidden away in some subdirectories. It's an I. I'm not sure if that's a seed, but every computer, every device that it's infected has it. I have nods at this, right? It's like potential seed, I symbol. Real quick, because, hold up, because this kind of happened to me. I don't know if this is specifically tied to the evil jingle that'll melt your insides, but there's a whole bunch of teenagers with melted insides. Does that? Do you think that has to do anything with, like, the cables and stuff? I mean, like, it does kind of take over. It starts, like, is it dissolving my, was it trying to dissolve my insides, or was that just more an auditory attack? It somehow found a way to visualize the audio plague Florence dealt with a while back. It seemed to be that it was capable of transmitting that both via auditory and visually using essentially a universal Morse code. It was capable of essentially beaming music into your brain via flashes of light based on what we talked about after Francis's house. Whatever this is, it seems to deal with patterns, melodies, which all can be kind of linked back to math, which are the basis of, well, physics and other aspects of that, but also more specifically computer coding. Has there been a kind of through line of this, of the people you've dealt with that seem to be the most integrated, having a computer bend to them or kind of a technological tie to these excursions? Um, yes, in a way. Charlie, can you remind me? I remember at some point we went through the code on something a program i think yeah there was um c.exe was a program on benjamin reese's laptop you said it was seed.exe seed.exe yep something that's probably more pertinent to seed uh there was a program on benjamin's laptop it was an executable only titled seed and the code in it is impossible impossibly perfect long nods at this now we're getting somewhere so would it be a leap to suggest that a entity of some kind, or maybe a, again, keeping your minds flexible on this one, maybe a, what you might think of as a ritual or a spell or a whisper was somehow translated from its traditional format or reception into code? We've all seen how malleable reality is with the right leverage applied to it in this profession. Is it possible that someone managed to function up a code? that interacts in a hypergeometric fashion instead of a binary system we're working with a hypergeometric system that the thing is trying to communicate in and nods at this there are lots of kind of theories out there that at certain points one will design a computer virus that can transcend technology and jump to humans because it works on an electrical level it works on the neuro level and when possible someone went the opposite direction they took a purely organic type of situation and managed to somehow translate it into a computer language that could be recognized universally, at least adapted into and run on most OSs. You've mentioned that shows up on phones, on laptops. I've had it show up on a couple other devices we've tracked down dealing with this whole situation. It's all stuff that does have a code aspect to it. It does seem that, like the cars we've been using that have a functionally their technology, but from a technological standpoint, they're quite dumb. They have no computers. That seems to be the cut. It is purely mechanical rather than like a smart device or anything like that. Have you found anything that might suggest that it's only bound to technology? Has there been anything during this investigation that suggests that physical records, physical manifestations of it? I, I don't know. Like it can't, it can only deal with the digital and kind of the, the coding aspect of its existence, not so much the physical remnants it might leave behind. 
Not sure, but possibly. Maybe? No, because here's the thing. The two houses that were infected with all these cables, they had some sort of weird cloaking thing where, like, if you directly look at it, you couldn't really directly look at it. There was something that just pulled your attention away, and it was just impossible to look at it unless you were looking at it through a mirror. Yeah, that could have just been a ritual. That's not actually too hard to achieve. The strange thing is, is those eyes we saw outside of Reese's building, those we felt like were watching us. Like the painted eyes that were not more than just like graffiti and everything else like that? Yeah, exactly. Because there's no computer chips in graffiti. So, and did the eyes continue to, for lack of a better phrase, feel uncomfortable to be around after you shut down Benjamin Reese's note? Yes. But again, they felt uh, felt uncomfortable to be around, but also like whatever was looking at us felt different, maybe even nervous. So it's potentially two different relationships. You have a technological aspect of this and then maybe a more traditional kind of miasma feels like the wrong word, but kind of our traditional creeping chaos approach to this whole situation. The, to bring it back to kind of a loose term in our organization, a more normal, typical, ritualistic application of the same ideas? Yeah, someone's just doing a ritual somewhere, I'm sure. And then you have the weird ritual, the computer ritual. I mean, if we can get our hands on some of the code again with what I know now, I might be able to confirm that it's just rituals transferred into computer code. Yeah, so she kind of reaches into a backpack and pulls up Benjamin Reese's laptop and slams it down on the desk. Way ahead of you on that one. Wait, how did you get that? You want me to do that now? Kind of shrugs. If you feel up to it, it's been a rough evening. Gestures at the board. I'm more trying to brainstorm ideas. We don't exactly have a location of where to send you next for all of this, and when we can maybe narrow something down. Any commonalities through all of this? Like, it likes remote locations. It likes existing infrastructure. It needs a lot of power of any kind. Anything you've noticed through all of this? It seems like it keeps getting put into, like, well, from just our experiences we've got two suburban locations actually the benjamin reese's parents place was kind of interesting because detective weathers knew what the address was but any kind of like tax records property records google maps just it didn't exist it was saying that it was like some sort of weird empty lot so potentially a way of finding another location of this might be to try and find locations we can find in a physical record of some kind that we can't find in digital format well, that's the thing, because even the physical records, it seemed like it was kind of, uh, God, because it's, it's trying to, it's almost like saying that we're having to look through this haystack for this specific piece of hay that has just gone missing. Well, Benjamin could have been the one that took care of the physical records here. That's true. So could you get someone to pull the physical records on Francis's place? Because if there are physical records of Francis's place, then that pretty much confirms that. That should have nods at this. Already did that, actually. I noticed the weird not showing up, showing up thing about the same time you you exploded Detective Weathers' uh, hotel room. So, yeah, that's a thing, definitely. All right. Florence is going to take the laptop and start looking through it. And she'll just say, I'm going to work while we talk. All right. Florence, do you need help with that? Or is there anything I can do to make sure you don't, I don't know, go crazy looking at it? Yeah. Can you go get me a red eye? Like the drink or a drink okay 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 gotcha as you're talking about this tranche reaches into her backpack and pulls out what looks like just a 
plain aluminum canister and tosses it to Lawrence. Better than a red eye. Trust me. I'm going to need you to tell me what's in this before I drink it. Discontinued Australian energy drink. Works for me. Fuck it. I guess I'll drink an energy drink for the first time in my life. Why not? You'll enjoy this. It tastes like lemonade. Don't drink more than one of them in a 24-hour period. It was discontinued because it has a chance to cause heart issues. Good thing I'm healthy. And nods at this. As healthy as you can be anyway. Yeah. Since we're basically in the motel room, I'm just going to go lay down on the bed. So she's going to kind of turn to you as you're doing this. She goes, oh, no, no, Foxtrot. You're not free of this. You have to play the old, I'm just here for tactical reasons. You've done all of these. What's your take on all of this? You've dealt with people before. You've dealt with lots of people in your whole line of work. Arguably kind of gestures at the other two. More than they have. You're used to this spy work. What's your take? It's someone who formerly Delta Green. There's too many intricacies that they know about. They're ahead of us on movements. And I'm assuming Delta Green's pretty ahead of the curve on this tech kind of thing. And even that, they're ahead of the curve on. So they're either some disgruntled lab geek from Delta Green somewhere or something else. But yeah, this person definitely knows intricacies of Delta Green that no normal person would know. I have nods at this. Would it be possible if they were, as you put it, a especially computer geeky friendly, potentially? Yeah. It has to be somebody who worked in either some sort of cyber division somewhere in one of these agencies that you guys picked up. Maybe he was a private contractor of sorts. Who knows? But I can tell you right now, this guy, whoever it is, they're definitely of the brainier, geeky variety, and they've got a fucking bone to pick. It's been posited that potentially this is more of a, what's the right phrase? They're only seeing the good of all of this. Would you say this is a grudge type of situation or more of a trying to prove someone right or wrong type of ordeal? How did they find Pine's body? In a car, crashed. Uh, we're pretty sure the music came through the speaker system of the car. Hmm. Kind of personal, but not so much. If it was personal, I feel like there would have been more damage to Pine's body. If I had to make up some sort of profile on this, my guess is they just want to see the whole company burn, no matter how uh, sloppy it's going to get. So it's less about the individual and more kind of the spite of the entire organization. Yeah. So you should probably go down the contact list of people you've fucked over over the years, and you might have a good uh, list of people to go with and just filter out the, the non-brainy types. She kind of laughs at this. That's a very long list, but point taken. We're not exactly great in our friendly retention. You could have fooled me. Are there any kind of, like, MIAs with unconfirmed bodies by chance? Well, what do you mean? Like, missing personnel or missing friendlies or just kind of bodies that got up and walked off on their own? They do that occasionally. No, not like that. I mean, like, what's it called? They're like these two. These two at some point in time were presumed dead with no confirmed bodies to make sure that they're dead. How do we know that they are dead unless we actually see, like, you know, evidence that they're dead? What if we can narrow down that search into maybe people who are presumed dead or who's been fucked over by Delta Green, but couldn't recover and dispose of a body to confirm that things are going to be handled? Like the one loose thread in this, in this entire quilt. She kind of bats that in her head around for a second, kind of seems to ponder something. The reality agent Firestarter is someone dies all the time. That's not me being flippant on the topic, but narrowing down the list of everyone that's died to 
everyone in Delta Green who's died is only a slightly smaller list. We also only go back a few years at this point. This kind of iteration we find ourselves in is a relatively recent reforming. As one might say, the company in name is old. The current offices are quite new. Perhaps we could tap some of our our counterparts. Uh, I think the Cowboys we talked about. Been in contact with Mr. Finch. He's with a decentralized aspiring is the fact that by design, there's no real history to anything of this type. No, it would have to come like word to mouth. What I'm I'm saying is, is the person we're looking for, the friendly has to be an expert in cybersecurity system admin, probably work with virtual machines. Out of character, Florence could probably give a long list of like fields of expertise that they should look into to help know or narrow down the, the techie that we're looking for. Well, so at the risk of maybe riling Foxtrot on this one, NSA? Uh, it could be. This definitely does feel like their wheelhouse. Thinking advanced AI stuff and all that. They dabble in that shit all the time. Your fucking eyes everywhere. That's dead on NSA. They are the voyeuristic motherfuckers of this world, aren't they? Yeah. So let's run with this for a second. X, NSA, probably your friendly probably given their NSA position either was watching for something for us or was told to delete records of something for us and keep deleting things. Maybe eventually see something that they find might be used correctly if they had their hands on it. After all, cultists are crazy, but they work for a legitimate government organization that has lots of oversight and lots of smart people. They're obviously better than some hick in the middle of bumfuck nowhere. Well, yeah, I mean, Think in the mind of an NSA agent, you know, big techie guy. What would he see that would make him or her think that if I could use this, I could do good with? It's got to be something that would screen technology of some sort, you know? Kind of pauses for a sec. I know this is an odd question to ask, but of all of the awful you've seen, this system, we'll call it that, a system, is there hypothetically a way if you kind of had an idealized view of, I don't know, surveillance that maybe you could look at this as you're the good guys oh yeah i mean with the the kind of technology that they have i mean if we had it and we knew how to control it and use it i'm not saying that we should but if we did i mean we could stop undead incidents the moment that they occur and i mean we could wipe the data easily without anyone ever knowing have teams dispatched the moment something happens one might say you could build your own delta green with it hypothetically uh, yeah, with the right amount of labor. work. Are you talking about a competitor company of Delta Green, if you will? We're not here to talk about March. That, don't worry about that. Let's just not mention things the rest of us don't know about. I, I mean, I know March, but they don't need to know March. No one needs to know about March, except maybe Fox, right? You'll have to know about March eventually, but I'm getting ahead of myself. Let's see how this all plays out. Uh, yes, yeah, so... Someone convinced they can do this better, maybe a more hands-off, a more observational standpoint. This tracks, this tracks. I, I mean, when he spoke to us, he talked to us about, like, the idea of, like, we, we've seen what this can do. Why don't we use it for the good, right? And, I mean, eventually, once you get this far down into the, the rabbit hole, you use the unnatural somewhat. Everyone does, but not to this extent. That's enough profiling for now talk about this technology corridor kind of pulls out a map like that starts sketching some stuff on it so this is the rough virginia area technology corridor is here it's basically a pipeline of sorts it's called this because it's a string of high capacity data that runs from point a to point b if i were to 
look at kind of these prior locations, they've ranged from either suburban to failing suburban has been my take on that. It's like a fair assessment. Yes. I have crosses off some stuff on a list, looks at some other stuff. If I was a gambling gal, and admittedly, I am a bit of one. I remember Vegas. I just kind of chuckles at this. I might go check out Herdon, Virginia. What's that? Well, it's a uh, part of Virginia in rapid decline. It's, it's it's sandwiched between some rapidly improving, but almost all of the tech companies there have either gone very corporate or very belly up. The town itself has seen better days. Not the worst, not the best. Lots of abandoned warehouse spaces, though, and a bit of a strange history. Also located a little bit outside of D.C., but not so far out of D.C. It doesn't make sense. This is just a hunch based on what we've talked about so far. I think around a couple other lines, but not a bad place to go look, potentially, right? Got to start somewhere. Small town, big town, what are we? Smaller than Philly, definitely. It's Virginia. There's no big towns in Virginia except D.C. But not everybody knows the name of the sheriff or the police chief. That shakes right. Oh, no. I think it's a population of roughly 20,000 or something. Well, if we fail, you might want to look at some way to just not nuke in the literal fashion, but nuke all modern tech in the area. A little close to D.C. to pull that one off covertly, but I'll, I'll take it under advisement. Definitely done crazier stuff. If if we fail out there, you know, last resort. I have nods at this. Well, you've got a place to start. Uh, you got the van still. Um, You can go if you feel like it. Uh, room's all cleaned up. You can leave tonight or tomorrow. Don't worry. Sleeping here won't mess up my handiwork. Um, we need a new van. That one's hot. Yeah. Fair enough. I'll drop one off for you in the morning if you want. Won't be quite as nice as this. We'll have to work on a, a tight timetable on this one. Procuring a van of that quality takes a little bit of elbow grease, if you get my meaning. That's understandable. This is going to be a really weird question, but if you happen to know any material or have any that uh, would perhaps teach us something akin to the Elder Sign that could be useful for the end here, mind packing that along? Kind of looks at you and goes, Lawrence, we don't do that. And you know why we don't do that. All right. Well, if you change your mind and you find some sort of scripture that does like Elder Sign on the magazine clip, we could do a speed run on that or something. I don't know. Kind of like Cox and Eyebrow at all of this. What type of M epic bullshit are you all talking about right now? Uh, don't worry about it. Yeah, I'll have someone drop a car off in the morning. You can be on your way. Good hunting, all that jazz. Uh, keep in touch. Kind of put some burner phones down on the table. You realize that she's also left three of her playing cards on the table and kind of looks at you all. Well, if that's it, you've got a target, you've got kind of a rough idea of what you might be going after, or I guess maybe who you might be going after. Is that it, Agents? Is it time to try and close this all out? Yeah, I have a question. When we were talking about possible people here, just out of curiosity, do handlers take on official mentorships for their successors? I'm not sure to answer that question. Not really. You kind of rise through Delta Green ranks by survival if that makes any sense like it's a job you get via experience yeah i well i was asking it in like in terms of like the character my character is asking like like do you guys do mentorships at some point for like future handlers kind of thing because even if you normally don't has there ever been an instance of someone who has been a mentee and is no longer involved in the agency kind of shakes her head at this foxtrot look at it this way If this was the last time we ever called you, if you went home 
got in bed, tried to forget all about all of this, would you really be able to stop being a member of Delta Green? Like, if we never called you again, never sent you another opera ticket, never reached out and said, hey, here's some plane tickets, would you ever watch the news the same way? Would you ever be able to stop thinking about this? Or would it be in the back of your mind forever? And would you go until either you died, it killed you, or you couldn't go anymore? Well, if one day I decided to hang it all up and I couldn't get these out of my head, you don't think somehow I'd have the itch to start my own version of it? You don't think anybody out there would have the urge? And she kind of smiles at this. You think Finch works the organization? There's all types of side versions of this hustle, but we're all working towards the same goal. Just saying, a bunch of players in the game now, and we're not the only players on the team. Point taken, but there's no official mentorship. It's generally a promotion via survival and a promotion via knowledge and skill. Some people don't rise to the occasion. Some people rise a little too quick. Speaking of which, as Firestarter has just inexplicably laid himself out on the floor with his flask. So, Garrett Weathers, he's probably seen too much. I would read him in. Or kill him. Already in process. That's where the rest of one of T-Cell's at right now. He's um, being brought in. It's a bit of an analyst position. Uh, nothing too risky just yet. The man is a little bit frail. Give a little bit of a time to get back in it, if you will. Private eyes are useful, though. People like to forget about them. So, one last thing. Could you also pack in some bullet-making supplies in with that, that car? Revolving around. She kind of smiles. Hey, fire starter, check under the left bed there. I roll over. And I start shuffling underneath the bed. And you pull out a um, duffel bag that's just full of bullet-making supplies and other kind of field prep stuff. And she kind of shrugs. Never say I don't bring you anything. Hell yeah, violence, Oprah. Thank you. You got any tea? She kind of laughs at this. I always forget that about you. You're not one of our coffee type. Yeah, one of the bags. I had someone pack just some general supplies. I think that's in the... Something British sounding or something. Something called a builders or some shit like that. I heard it was good. Appreciate it. Thank you. Are we authorized to make one last call before we go off and do this? I have not this. Make whatever calls you want. This might be the last hurrah. I might do it as close to kind of the end zone as you can, for lack of a better bad metaphor. But if you feel you got to call your girlfriend, Florence, that's okay by me. I'm pretty sure these phones are clean. They're uh, the best technology, the late 90s could bring you complete with fake sliding antenna to extend the signal shit can i talk to you in the bathroom for a second just really briefly kind of nods looks a little bit wary of this yes step into my office apparently yeah once they're in she'll shut the door and she'll kind of whisper um i had a dream about a guy stark black looks like the universe kind of all right so she just kind of slams you against the wall hand across your mouth we do not fucking talk about that we have some rules we abide by okay he was just saying some stuff about you just wanted to let you know give me a human int oh no can i have anything for knowing tranche for a while Any that's bonus? why you get to roll for this at all oh 15 out of 48 success nice tranche has always been a little bit unhinged effective but unhinged there are lots of words you could use to describe tranche loyal dedicated this is a little extra even by her standards you're definitely picking up that something else is going on on this topic than what she's talking about like she's already said this isn't the individual or entity that you're speaking about but she's had a 
mix of reactions to that name getting floating around in the last couple days, weeks, kind of during this whole operation. She's never been totally comfortable on that topic, talking about that, and this seems to be a bit of a weird thing. She was more than happy to hear about, hey, we think that there was this tree thing that was related to Nyarlathrotep. You dreaming about Nyarlathrotep, though? This is getting a bit of an overreaction out of her on that topic. It's inconsistent, but also Tranche is a little bit crazy. Yeah, she's just going to say, listen, Fiddlesex Tranche, I just thought that's something you need to know before, you know, we potentially disappear forever. Kind of nods at this, and she goes, just take care of your rock and we'll be fine. I'm sorry? Okay. Guy looks at you. If you don't want to talk about your thing, we don't have to talk about my thing. It's not that I don't want to talk about it. I just, I, I didn't realize they were connected. They're not, and that's the problem. Uh, okay. Good to know. Slides you back down the wall, pulls the hands off you. If that's all, I'll be leaving. Kind of gets out. Gentlemen, it's been real. There's alcohol in the fridge waiting for you. The good stuff that I make back at my bunker. You know, the stuff that'll make you blind and sterilize the car engine at the same time. I recommend you treat this night as your last night on Earth. Blow off some steam. Don't do anything too crazy and get the hell out of here tomorrow morning and go deal with this. But remember, gentlemen and lady, you only live once in this profession and life, as far as we're aware. Make it count and good hunting. Kind of leaves at that point. Look over at the other two and say, oh, if we're living like it's our last night on Earth, I'm going to bed. <laughs> Florence will come out of the bathroom and fix her shirt and her hair. Uh, well, I think that this is all that booze is for you, Firestarter. I get up like the Undertaker. <laughs> just shoots up oh daddy's gonna sleep good tonight yeah so tranche has left you quite a few goodies she's left you enough ammo that you can restock some ammo making supplies some gun cleaning kits some extra med kits some kind of mre ration type of stuff basically anything you would need to deploy but also you're deploying to a suburb so no tents or anything like that she did leave though behind the three playing cards some alcohol for you the kind of question board she was making as you all were working through all of this she's taken the laptop with her though oh did i find anything while working with the laptop nothing else you already found already what's up with the playing cards yeah i was gonna say the playing cards which playing cards are they all right so you're gonna flip over the playing cards they're face down on the table oh so i'll, I'll get up from the bed and walk over there and kind of wait for the other two folks to join me i'll join i meander over with my uh booze bottle that i'm just drinking straight out of are we doing this on three? I was going to ask if you guys want to flip it on three, we can. Fuck it, let's do it. All right. I will grab, well, I guess our, it's laid out on the table, right? Yeah. I'll grab the left side, or whatever one is like the, the first left side one, since I'm usually going in first. I figured I'd pick that. Probably take the middle then. Take the rear. All right, so as you flip them over, reading from left to right, it is the ten of hearts, six of spades, and the nine of diamonds. Right. So I have ten of hearts then. The nine of diamonds? You like into the whole like card reading thing? Is that something you, like do you know your birth chart? That sounds like an occult check or something, maybe. <laughs> That's what I'm asking. I mean, kind of. I, I just I mean, see playing cards, but sure. I don't know. I mean No, I mean like my daughter my daughter did this thing. She did my birth chart for a hot second. I don't I think I'm hold up, let me I think about this. Do I just roll it? So what are people's occult? 46. My occult is 28. 27. Not quite high enough to auto-get this, but you are smart enough to know that 
you can definitely use traditional playing cards for tarot cards in place of them. Yeah, everyone give me a roll if you're so curious about this. Oh, boy. 87 failure. 84 failure. 88 fumble. <laughs> Did I give myself a paper cut with the fucking card? So the card you picked up, you realize it's two cards, and the card you saw initially, and it was also the Black Joker, but also, you're pretty sure you only picked up one card. Strange. Very strange. Am I going to have to shoot a card? <laughs> I look over at the other two, and I, and I, I ask them, am I going to have to shoot this card? When did you get two cards? I, wait, what? And I look over, and I realize there are two cards. They're not. There's just one card now. Wait, what? <laughs> oh, never mind. Must be seeing double. Jesus Christ, this shit's strong. Here. Uh, I'm going to just look it up, guys. Give me a second. I just put the card down, and I walk back to the bed to go to sleep. Yeah, so Florence, using computer science and searching, finds out that the Ten of Hearts kind of roughly, in vague tarot terms, refers to completion and or transition into something new in a relationship. Six of Spades means harmony slash success in obstacles and or loss. The Nine of Diamonds means realization and or understanding in work or money. Doesn't sound like us. Why the hell would Tranche leave us playing cards? Uh-huh. You guys know her better than I do. You tell me. I've been by accident. Strictly to fuck with you. Oh, maybe it's got like that secret ink or something. I take a lighter and I just like, I'm not setting it on fire, but you know how like they do Yeah, looking the... for the heat reactive ink. Yeah, I know what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. No, nothing. Just normal playing cards. Hmm. Never mind. It's just a playing card. I'll bite. I'll pocket six of spades. I pocket the nine of diamonds. I left it on the table. I'll grab it in the morning after I uh, get some rest. Sure. Florence will go lay down in bed and take out her rock and, you know, kind of like throw it above her, her face and catch it again and just kind of toss it there for a while. I'm going to crash on the money couch. Firestarter is, I don't think he's changed out of his clothes, but he's probably just still in his tactical Daisy Dukes, just knock the fuck out. Sure. Everyone's kind of drifting off to sleep at this point. Yeah, my characters are. Asleep. All right. So your wounds, courtesy of this uh, very disgruntled back alley doctor have been more or less healed you all are back to full health at least until someone really hard hits you and undoes his good work you all get to recover 1d4 sanity points yes four i thought i fumbled the d4 i was so (laughs) pissed oh thank god (laughs) i recover three sanity points all right we have one last piece of uh, bookkeeping to take care of real quickly. Let's talk about some Delta Green Bonds. I'd say you all are pretty goddamn bonded at this point. So let's see a sand test from everyone. 58% failure. Oh, God, John. Oh. 25 success. I got a 55 out of 30 fumble. <laughs> Wouldn't that be good because you want to fail this? No, you want to succeed this. Yeah, you want to succeed. Oh, no. You're about to be trauma-bonded like hell, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> so to refresh everyone's memory of how these work, uh, when Delta Green agents go through some especially traumatic stuff, they run the risk of being bonded, thus weakening their already weak bonds with their non-Delta Green bond. Okay, I have no non-Delta Green bonds. Yes, arguably you're in the best place for this because you're only going to go up for this. So for uh, Florence, you're fine. Foxtrot, you fumbled, and Firestarter, you also have to roll for this. So, let's do a 1d4 from your bond of your choice. I have no non-Delta Green bonds, though. You subtract nothing. So I'm uh, taking three away from my 
bar owner boyfriend who I still am questioning whether or not he's in on all of this. That's right, because you never found out he was a cable person or something, right? I thought I was living a happy life. And then, I mean, like thematically, Firestarter is an awful individual. He shouldn't get redeemed, but I'm still going to strive for being redeemed. You know, I thought I was living a happy life with this amazing boyfriend who's great social skills. But then all of a sudden, fucking Florence's roommate decided to explode into the cables. <laughs> and now everything's in question. Really is. It really is. But so you get to add 1D4 to your existing Delta Green Bonds as part of this, though, too. If you had to roll for that. Doesn't John just do max because he fumbled? Yep. And so does that mean I add four to yep. Florence and then I can add four to Firestarter? Yep. Okay. All right. Bonds are strong for Delta Green ones then again. <laughs> All right. Agent Foxtrot, you're getting that initial two. So you are at a nine because I think of you quite highly. Oh, my God. <laughs> Holy shit. Well, I have you at four, so I I think you're cool again. Not not as much as you think I'm cool, but you're cool. On the other hand, though, I have Florence at seven. I mean, you've definitely been through it. Like, it makes a lot of sense that you're this bonded. And for those keeping track and rules lawyering this, yes, it should only normally be one point from each of those. But this is some deep bonding at this point. They're really isolating themselves off from the real world. They've been on the lamb for quite some time. See, here's the thing. I broke my bond with Agent Florence during this mission, but you had to fucking hug us. So now I you're back up to a four. Yeah. Well, that's right. Yeah. Because Firestarter has family complex issues because he no longer talks to his daughter and his daughter doesn't talk to him anymore. And it's like, oh, no. It's just great across the board for everyone. I don't really want to say what my bond levels are with everyone. Florence is just, like, going full Ice Queen at this point, isn't she? Like, she just doesn't like anyone, does she? Oh, I, I mean, like, thematically, she feels camaraderie with them. But I, I guess, okay, she has a one with John and a zero with Firestarter. <laughs> I feel like Florence is experiencing a kind of, like, psychopathy in which she sees Florence and Foxtrot as extensions of herself and only... Is, that she's able to like process attachment to them because otherwise they're just tools for her to ascend into handlerhood so that <laughs> way she could just save herself i mean that is very florence yeah i always think of like all of your previous bonds seem to be like higher positions of authority which you don't happen to like but seeing as how the highest position of authority to have whatever you're of this like entire Delta green thing is now dead. You are now ascending into that. Let's <laughs> real meta for a second here. What is one of Florence's motivations? Fans in her career. Like everything just went to shit. This is her career now. Spot <laughs> on detective work there. Firestarter. Spot <laughs> on. Yeah. I mean, also Florence's like disorder is depression. She's going to suppress it a lot. But she's going to be nicer because it's easier to be nice than be mean when she's feeling sad. 